Make a decision to be excited every day. Romans chapter 12, verse 11, never lag in zeal and in earnest endeavor, be aglow and burning with the spirit serving the Lord. Good morning, listeners. Wake up, get up. You've already had a blessing today. You woke up. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Chelsea. Now, Chelsea is a person who is absolutely, sorry, making opportunities for people. And... God, I believe, gives her the opportunities so that she can then extend those opportunities to people that are in need. It is a good position to be used by God. Raise your hands in the air and ask God how and where. He can use you today. Amen. Make a point, listeners, of trying to be excited about each day that God gives us. The psalmist David said, This is the day which the Lord has brought about. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The we will says it all. David made a decision that produced the feelings he wanted rather than waiting to see how he felt. Set your mind in the right direction and make decisions that you know will produce emotions that you can enjoy. And most of our days are rather ordinary. We all have moments in life that are amazing. But a lot of life is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and back to Monday all over again. Everything we do is sacred if we do it unto the Lord and we believe that he is with us. Having another day To enjoy God is exciting, even if it's a day spent doing errands. Ask yourself right now if you truly believe that God is with you. And if your answer is yes, just think about how amazing that is. And my guess is that your enjoyment will increase immediately. So decide to enjoy today. Trust that God is with you in every moment, the big moments and the ordinary. And he wants you to enjoy them all. I'm raising my hand, (laughs) raising my hand. I wanna enjoy them all. 
Listeners, I want you to relax. Now, this is from Trusting God Day by Day. These are great inspirational passages. God is working. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Being relaxed feels wonderful. Being nervous, tense, and worried are not so wonderful. Why aren't more people relaxed? Jesus said, if we are weary and overburdened, we should go to him and he will give us rest. He will give us relaxation and ease. Listeners, Jesus wants to teach us the right way to live, which is different from the way most of the world lives. It would be putting it mildly to say that most of us simply do not know how to relax. And it comes from not being willing to completely trust God. I trust God for everything. Even though God is in the driver's seat of your life, most of us keep one hand on the wheel just in case he takes a wrong turn. Well, just know that relaxation is impossible without trust. And if you know you can't fix the problem that you have, just relax while God is working on it. It sounds easy, but it took many years for people to be able to do this. And from this experience, the ability to relax And to go with the flow in life is an independent thought. And it's upon our willingness to trust God completely. If things don't go your way, instead of being upset, you can believe that getting your way was not what you needed. Hmm. God knew that. So... He gave you what was best for you instead of what you wanted. Powerful words. Let me repeat that. If you are upset, you can believe that getting your way was not what you needed. God knew that, so he gave you what was best for you instead of what you wanted. Hallelujah. If you find yourself waiting much longer than you had hoped to, and you start to get frustrated, angry, upset, 
Don't forget that you have to remember God's timing is perfect. He's never late and your steps are ordered by the Lord. When you believe that, you can relax and simply go with the flow of what is happening in your life. When it comes to things that are out of our control, we can either ruin the day mm-hmm, or we can relax and enjoy it while God is working on the situation. As long as we believe, listeners, God keeps working. Your answer is directly related to how much you trust God. And it may take you many years to fully trust him. But each day, I promise, will be better and better as you trust more and learn to relax. Amen. Going to name today's podcast, Learn to Relax. Be right back. In one second, Mom. (laughs) I thought this was sweet. Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19. I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within them and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh, sensitive and responsive to the touch of their God. Amen. This scripture means a lot because it gives us hope that we can change. God gives gives us things in seed form and we must work with the Holy Spirit to bring them to full maturity. This is much like the fruit of the Spirit, which is in us, but needs to be watered with God's word and developed through use. As believers in Jesus, listeners, we have tender hearts but we can become hard-hearted if we're not careful in this area. We have to take the time to really think about what people are going through in their particular situations, and we are to have compassion. Jesus was moved by compassion, and we should also be moved to pray or help people in some way. Empathy is a beautiful emotion and thankfully one that we don't have to resist. All we have to do is learn to resist evil emotions that poison our lives and and embrace emotions that we can enjoy and that will bring glory to God. Emotions are a gift from God. In fact, (laughs) they're a larger part of what makes us human. And without them, life would be dull and we'd be like robots. 
Because emotions are a vulnerable part of us, the devil seeks to take advantage and make what God intended to be good and turn it into an evil thing. We are so blessed that Jesus has redeemed every part of us, including our emotions. God's desire is that you enjoy the life that he has provided for you, but that is impossible to do unless you learn how to control your feelings instead of letting them control you. With God's help, you can do it. Listeners, open your heart to a need and see in your family, community, or the world where you can help. Pray and ask God if you can help in some way. Embrace empathy, the emotion that longs to help when you see a need. God intended emotions to be a good thing, and they can be, if you will trust them to him and not let them control you. I love that. We are emotional beings. There is no doubt. I hope you're listening, Ray. Because <laughs> I know I had a meltdown of emotions yesterday. But I know it is the devil. And I called him on it, didn't I? All right. Let us pray, listeners. Jesus. Memorizing takes time and energy, which are in short supply in my life. Please give me an energy boost and open my mind to your word. I want to do everything I can to know truth and learn about you. Amen. Jesus, you were so humble and willing to serve. I want to follow your example. Keep me from being caught up and wanting to be in charge of everything. Please help me to look for places to serve and uplift others. Amen. Pray with me. Jesus, I don't want to be old-fashioned, but I do want to please you. Give me discernment in how to dress so that I represent you well. Thank you for your free gift of salvation and help me see opportunities to do good so that people will be encouraged to seek you. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, my ego likes it when people praise me for something I've done. Remind me always to give you credit. That's all. My gifts and my abilities to love and help others comes directly from you. Amen. Remind me always to give you credit. Pray with me. Father, it is so natural to be petty, to be glad when someone who seems high and mighty is brought low. 
but that is not your way. That is not how you love. I want to love unconditionally and purely like you. Show me how. Amen. Listeners, a loving heart attitude is at the core of caring for others. When a friend sins, it's okay to hate their sin. In fact, that's a biblical principle. But we are to continue to love the sinner unconditionally. We are not to rejoice in another person's suffering or downfall, being glad that they got what was coming to them. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And here's a little checkup that you won't find at your doctor's office, but it will go a long way in keeping you spiritually healthy. John chapter 13, verse 34 says, love one another. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 says, to pray for one another. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 encourages us to respect one another. And 1 Thessalonians 5, 11 says to comfort and edify one another. Listeners, do your best to live these biblical mandates. Amen. Biblical mandates. I love it. Matthew 12, 34. John 13, 34. Ephesians 6, 18. Philippians 2 verse 3, 1 Thessalonians 5, 11. Stay right there. You're going to heaven. <laughs> Stay right there. Whisper in my ear, Lord. Whisper in my ear. Thank you, Sheree Hill, for your book. And the Lord says, I want you to come to a place where you no longer fear the unknowns of life. I want you merely trusting and resting in my will. If you will draw near to me at all times, you can be confident that I will not allow you to stray from the path that I've chosen for you. I have amazing plans for you, but I need you to learn to trust me completely with each step of faith you take. I want to let you, I want you to let go of trying to control your life and surrender to my plans and my power to bring them about. I simply want you to surrender and allow me to work in and through you. I don't want you to struggle to understand my ways. I want you to trust in them because my ways are perfect. 
Accept what you cannot change and trust me to do what seems impossible for there's nothing too difficult for me. And know that everything will not fall apart if you simply let it go into my hands. When your life is falling to pieces, it's really just falling into place. I promise to strengthen you, to uphold you. I only ask that you seek my will, let go of your fears, and walk the path I've chosen for you by faith. Amen. There it is, listeners. I love it. Proverbs 20, 24. The Lord directs our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? Amen. And from Pray More, Mark chapter 15, verse 43. Joseph of Arimathea came, a prominent member of the council who himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. And he gathered up courage and went in before Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Well, listeners, Abraham mustered the courage to ask God to spare Sodom and Gomorrah, bartering down to 10 righteous people. The Lord answered each plea with a yes. Joseph of Arimathea, fearful of his fellow Jews, had to gather up courage to request Jesus' body for burial. Each man asked for favor that matched God's will. God would have spared Sodom and Gomorrah if only he had found ten righteous men there. Pilate unknowingly fulfilled the details of Jesus' burial foretold by the prophet Isaiah. Listeners, we have no need to fear asking anything of the Lord if we ask it in Christ's name. For in his name is God's will. Jesus said, for everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. I'm knocking. You're knocking. Pray with me. Gracious Father, thank you for allowing us to boldly come to your throne of glory with our petitions. 
keep praying, keep doing God's will, continue to help others, bring others to Christ, love your neighbor as yourself, forgive trespasses immediately, and you're going to live a good, good life. That's my wish for you listeners. That's my wish for me. Come back tomorrow. Pray with me some more. I'll be here. I promise. Bye for now.